Greetings, this is astrologer Pam Young Hans, and here is my forecast for the week of November 15th to 21st, 2021. The first of our two eclipses occurs this week. A partial lunar eclipse perfects this Friday when the Taurus moon opposes the sun in Scorpio. Eclipses occur in cycles, activating a specific pair of zodiac signs for about two years and then moving on to another pair of signs. With this Friday's event, eclipses start a gradual shift from Gemini Sagittarius to Taurus Scorpio, which means we are moving out of a two-year thinking-acting phase and into a new two-year feeling-sensing phase. With the Taurus-Scorpio axis activated at this lunar eclipse, we are specifically working with issues of security and stability, loyalty and trust, finances and possessions, profound change and uncertainty, and deep emotional responses to feeling a lack of control. Our capacity to stay grounded and centered amidst transitional times will be tested. A full moon always amplifies emotions, and a lunar eclipse, which is like a mega full moon, tends to bring many deep feelings to the surface. This effect is heightened with this particular lunar eclipse, since the Sun is in psychotherapeutic Scorpio, and magnifier Jupiter is in square aspect to the eclipse. With Jupiter square both the Sun and Moon, a configuration called a T-square is formed at the time of the eclipse. Jupiter is at the apex position of this T-square, which means it is at the base of the stem of the letter T, while the two lights hold the ends of the crossbar at the top of the letter. With Jupiter at the apex of a T-square in fixed signs, Beliefs can be too rigid, manifesting as intolerance, self-righteousness, and dogmatism. This T-square requires that we learn to be more open-minded and flexible in our thinking, allowing for diverse perspectives to exist without judgment. We will be working with the energies of this eclipse throughout the coming week, but most powerfully on Thursday and Friday. The full moon eclipse perfects very early on Friday morning, at 12.57 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. At that time, the moon will be at 27 degrees, 14 minutes of Taurus, and the sun will be at the same degree and minute of Scorpio. Other factors add to the profound effects of this particular lunar eclipse. Even though it is only a partial eclipse, it will last an incredibly long time, which increases its impact. From beginning to end, the eclipse will last 3 hours and 28 minutes, longer than any other lunar eclipse this century. The next longest, which occurred in 2018, was only 1 hour and 42 minutes long. Also significant is that at the time of the eclipse, the moon aligns with the fixed star Algol, focusing that star's energies into our experience. Algol is one of the stars in the constellation of Perseus. According to astrologer Roderick Kidston, it activates themes of facing the wounded feminine and the darker elements of the psyche, especially those relegated to the subconscious. With Algol, you may find yourself in situations which call on all your resources of intelligence and flexible strength. Nevertheless, Algol also gives you the savvy and courage to meet these challenges. Here's a paragraph from Mr. Kidston's book, The Magic of the Stars, which describes how to work with Algol. There are two big challenges with Algol not to lose your head in the sense of becoming frightened or confused, 
and doing your best not to freeze with fear, either emotionally or intellectually. Algol raises important themes about managing fear and other primitive responses, and above all, it points to the need for good gut-heart-head integration. You need to cultivate balance and detachment, even what is sometimes glibly called self-mastery. Once you have those challenges sorted, you can be as poised and heroic as Perseus, too, and keep your head while all those around you are losing theirs. And thus we have our marching orders. Staying in balance is always an essential part of self-care and is definitely a priority this week. In addition, it is vital to maintain spiritual objectivity, the ability to see the bigger picture. We all have tools and techniques that help us stay in our hearts and deepen our sense of inner peace, so be sure to make your favorites a part of your daily routine this week. For me, the essentials include meditation first thing in the morning and last thing at night, two walks a day, focusing on my breathing from time to time, taking a break from work and gazing out the window at the trees and the sky, giving my dog a massage, and consciously slowing the pace. For clues as to how this eclipse will affect us individually, we can refer back to an earlier time in our lives. Eclipses usually repeat by location every 19 years. This week's eclipse occurs at the same degree as the penumbral lunar eclipse that occurred on November 20, 2002. Therefore, this week's eclipse will be activating the same point in our astrology charts that was energized back then. Knowing this can help us gain perspective on events that transpire now, as we relate them to what was occurring in our lives in late 2002. Some of the lessons we were working with then are circling around once again. Current narratives will not exactly duplicate the past, but there will be similar learnings involved, and we will of course navigate situations differently than we did 19 years ago, based on how much we have grown since that time. There are some significant differences between the eclipse that occurred 19 years ago and the one this week. In 2002, while there was also a T-square involved, it had Uranus at the apex. This could have manifested as unexpected, even shocking events related to the themes of the eclipse. We do not have that same influence in this week's eclipse, although there is a Mars-Uranus opposition in effect, which I'll explain next. The most important difference is that the Moon will be trying Pluto on Friday. This is a very empowering and harmonious aspect, one that did not occur at the 2002 eclipse. With Pluto's assist, we feel more confident and able to handle challenges that arise. Intuition and instinct are strong, especially regarding our own and others' deeper motivations and emotions. And with both the Moon and Pluto in Earth signs, this trying can help us stay grounded and focused on what is most important to us, it can also help us manifest something we feel very passionate about. The Mars-Uranus opposition I just mentioned perfects on Wednesday, but is in effect all week. This aspect throws a wild card on the table, since Uranus is known for surprises. On the other hand, since the energy of this opposition has been building for at least a week, we are already seeing evidence of its effect. Mars represents the action principle, as well as how we assert ourselves, pursue our desires, and express anger. The restrictive Mars-Saturn square that occurred last week, on November 10th, represented an energy blockage that would have resulted in a buildup of tension. As the Mars-Uranus influence now gains strength, 
There can be eruptions as the energy suddenly is released. This explosive quality can be observed in impulsive or radical behaviors, in rebellions and protests, or in literal earthquakes, volcanoes, or weather anomalies. As we navigate our way through this week, keep in mind that Uranus is known as the Awakener. As one of the transpersonal planets, its primary task is to expand human consciousness. As such, it is always striving to help humanity make breakthroughs in our perceptions of reality. If we are not open-minded enough to allow the new insights and information to enter our consciousness, Uranus can then resort to breakdowns that will then encourage and allow the much-needed breakthroughs. This week, we are clearly traversing another steep portion of the trail in our final ascent of 2021. Remember that we're at a high elevation now, so take breaks often, be gentle with your body, drink plenty of water, and get good rest when you can. Also keep in mind that everyone is feeling the stress, and realize that at higher elevations, even the most experienced climbers can feel anxiety, confusion, fatigue, distorted mental perceptions, insomnia, and other symptoms. Compassion for self and for others is key always. Here are the most significant aspects for the coming week with my brief interpretations. On Monday, Venus is square Chiron and the Sun is sesquiquadrate Chiron. People are very sensitive today and may express anger to cover up feelings of fear or vulnerability. Resentments can rise to the surface in dramatic fashion. Also on Monday, the Sun is square Jupiter. Deep differences in perspectives and philosophies create conflict as neither side of the argument is willing to soften their stance. On Tuesday, the Sun is sextile Pluto. This empowering aspect provides opportunities for us to stand strong based on a deep knowing of our truth. On Wednesday, Mars is opposite Uranus, which we've already discussed. Also on Wednesday, Jupiter is semi-square Chiron. Personal grievances are intertwined with larger social issues. This aspect challenges us to work first on our own inner healing before trying to save the world. On Thursday, Mercury is trying Neptune. This aspect helps us communicate from our hearts with compassion and understanding. It also enhances intuition and our ability to receive creative inspiration, especially when meditating or writing. Also on Thursday, Venus is trying Uranus. We are more flexible in our expectations of others with this aspect, which makes us more tolerant of each person's idiosyncrasies. On Friday, we have the full moon lunar eclipse, which we've already discussed. Also on Friday, the sun is semi-square Venus. Relationships run into an obstacle if either party tries to manipulate the other person or take sole control over the situation. On Saturday, Mercury is sesquiquadrate Chiron and square Jupiter. In our exuberance to share our perspective, we can be less than tactful, which can easily lead to hurt feelings. Remember that listening is more than simply waiting until someone has finished talking so that we can reassert our opinion. On Sunday, Mercury is sextile Pluto. We feel empowered to speak our truth and are also more willing to divulge secrets as we seek to deepen our understanding of a situation. Also on Sunday, the Sun enters Sagittarius. The Sun will be in Sagittarius until the solstice on December 21st. Throughout this astrological month, we can more easily express the optimism and humor that Sag is known for. 
It is also a time when our search for life's meaning becomes central to our overall satisfaction, and we are more directly guided by our beliefs and intuitive wisdom. If your birthday is this week, this year you are powerfully motivated to express your feelings and your deeper truth. These may be shared through intimate conversations or through writing, whether in a personal journal or in a more public forum. However, in your excitement to share your thoughts and feelings, you may not always be especially tactful. This can cause discomfort in personal relationships, ultimately requiring you to modify your communication style. This is astrologer Pam Younghans wishing you blessings and insights this week. Thank you for being with me on this journey.